This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. We start our coverage in China, where car sales dropped 92% in the first two weeks of February due to the coronavirus. But Bloomberg reports some car dealerships are reopening and they expect sales to improve by the end of the month. Even so, sales were declining before the virus shut down most of the country. Meanwhile, Geely, which is arguably China's most dynamic car company, isn't sitting on its hands waiting for its dealerships to reopen. It started selling cars online so that customers can configure the cars the way they want them and have them delivered to their homes. Geely's not the only one doing this. Tesla's been selling cars online in China for several years. But this is the first time that Geely is selling cars directly from its own website. Last year, China cut subsidies for electric vehicles when it learned that some car companies were gaming the system. They were setting up ride-hailing companies to buy their electric cars. But those were largely shell companies that never put those cars into service. There are pictures from China of big parking lots full of EVs that are not being used. Yet, those car companies were given subsidies for every one they made. That is a key reason why authorities cut EV subsidies, but that led to a 50% drop in sales. Bloomberg reports the Chinese government will probably extend subsidies for EVs, which were set to completely expire at the end of the year. But as Auto Forecast Solutions reported, roughly 90% of all EV sales in China go to fleets, only 10% are bought by retail customers. Automakers in Europe face stiff fines if they don't meet emission standards. And BMW says it's not going to face any fines this year or next. BMW's chief financial officer said it will cut CO2 emissions in vehicles by 20% this year, even though it expects sales to increase. Its fleet average will be just over 100 grams per kilometer this year, but that's down from 128 grams per kilometer in 2018 and 19, and it's on pace to meet 2021 standards of only 95 grams per kilometer. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. The new Honda Civic Type R arrives at dealerships in the U.S. at the end of this month. It features refreshed styling, including a new grille design with a larger opening, which helps improve engine cooling while out on the track. The ride and handling and brakes were upgraded, and it even gets a new shift lever. A performance data logger is available for the first time. That combines the car's onboard computer and sensors with a smartphone app to allow owners to monitor and record the car's performance out on the track. This car is powered by a two-liter turbo four-cylinder engine and a six-speed manual transmission. Woohoo! a manual! And it delivers a combined EPA rating of 25 miles per gallon. But here is what makes us smile. It cranks out 306 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque. The starting price is just under $38,000. Volvo just refreshed the S90 and V90. Both models get new fog lights, a different spoiler design, and lower front bumpers. The V90 gets LED tail lamps and a sequential turn indicator. 
A new sound system from Bowers and Wilkins is available, and a cabin air cleaner system, which was developed for the Chinese market, is now available globally. The S90 and V90 now offer the company's 48-volt mild hybrid system, which provides up to 15% in fuel savings. FCA is launching a design contest for high school students. They call it Drive for Design. It's open to students in grades 10 through 12 in the U.S. Participants have to sketch a Ram truck of the future and turn in their entries by May 1st. Three winners will be selected, and prizes include a behind-the-scenes tour of FCA's design studio, a scholarship to attend the College for Creative Studies Summer Experience Transportation Design Program, and you also get to serve as a junior judge at the Eyes on Design Classic Car Show. If you're interested, just click the link in the transcript or the description box below. Consumer Reports announced its top 10 vehicle picks for 2020. Models were chosen based on its own tests as well as survey data from its members. It only considered models that come standard with forward collision warning and automatic emergency braking with pedestrian detection. And the Asian brands dominate this list, especially Toyota, which claimed half of the picks. The Corolla, Prius, Avalon, Supra, and Lexus RX were chosen. Subaru also did well with the Forester and Legacy. And rounding out the list is the Kia Telluride, Honda Ridgeline, and Tesla Model 3. So what do you think? Would any of these vehicles make your top 10 list? Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. The automobile is going through an electronic metamorphosis. Not just batteries for electric cars, any component that's got an electron running through it. And on AutoLine this week, Robin Milovic, the chief technical officer at Nextier, talks about how its steer-by-wire system can play a role in this transformation. And steer-by-wire really eliminates the mechanical connection between the steering wheel and the steering gear in the car and replaces that with algorithms and, and controls. And what that we see that really enabling future safety features as well as performance because think about today a lot of vehicles have automated emergency braking so if an obstacle is detected the vehicle can brake for the driver if they don't do it in the right amount of time with automated emergency steering you have the opportunity with steer by wire to see that same object in front of you if the driver doesn't respond you can take an invasive steering maneuver because steer by wire uh, breaks that mechanical connection you can actually take the, the driving wheels in one direction while not really affecting the position of the steering wheel. Because if you can think of an, uh, an emergency maneuver, the steering wheel rapidly moving in front of the driver, you don't want that. It could be dangerous, right. yeah. uh, et cetera. But with steer by wire, they're decoupled. So you can actually take that maneuver and not impact the driver. So you're suggesting you actually declutch the steering wheel from the rest of the it's steering system? It's completely decoupled. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it opens a whole new opportunity for performance and safety that uh, the drivers wouldn't have had in the past. Robin goes on to say that he believes steer-by-wire will hit the market in 2025. And of course, you can always watch that entire show right now on our website or our YouTube channel. You know, we get to test drive a lot of new cars, and I just spend some time 
in the Volkswagen Passat. Even though it was redesigned for the 2020 model year, it's a very conservative and conventional looking car. The shape and form are defined by long, straight, horizontal lines on the front, the rear, and along the sides. The designers played it right down the middle. No flame surfacing on the body panels, no big garish grill, and no fancy schmancy headlamps. Inside, it's the same story. No swoopy dashboard or giant display screen. Instead, you have a layout of conventional controls. There's even a big center pool parking brake, which has disappeared from just about every other car in this class. And yet, everything on this car is so easy to figure out. All the controls are logically laid out and intuitive to use. And the car drives just like you would expect from a Volkswagen. Taut, crisp, and responsive. I was really impressed with the amount of legroom in the back seat. You know, this is exactly the kind of car that should appeal to customers who don't want flashy styling or high-tech gimmickry. But here's the thing. Sales are abysmal. So bad, in fact, that there were rumors Volkswagen was going to drop the Passat. VW denies it's going away, but last year sales in the U.S. were down 65%. And while I would happily recommend the Passat to anyone looking for a good sedan, VW is going to have to refigure what it's going to do with this car. And with that, we wrap up today's show, this whole week's worth of shows. So go have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.